Hello everyone, welcome to another edition of the European Hoops podcast. We are, as always, a Sports Eaters presentation and on today's episode we bring you our Euroleague leans and picks for the round 16, the second day of the, this round of the Euroleague and we will go over all the six games taking place today and uh, we'll bring you our experts' picks of the side we expect to win the game and also take a quick peek of the market and see if there are any value plays that we are looking at for the, the six games taking place today. As always, I have the pleasure to have here with me our two Euroleague experts, Diogo Valente and Tiago Cordeiro. And let's waste no more time and let's start looking at the six games, starting with the game between Efes and Basconia. This is an intriguing game, a game that we can expect to be competitive. FS has been very good at home. They currently have seven wins and eight losses, and we know that they have been dealing with many injuries, while Basconi has eight wins and seven losses. And after being as high as four, they have dropped in the standings slightly after losing their previous two games and are looking to bounce back. On this competitive game, what do you guys expect to see and who do you think will win this matchup? This is a very interesting matchup here. Uh, I think FS has been an amazing team at home and Basconia also has been very good on the road. Uh, maybe we should lean Basconia because of the injuries FS have, but at the same time, can we trust Basconia to be consistent enough defensively to get this win on the road? Uh, I don't know. So I'm just going to lean with the home team. Just it's very close. Like this matchup it might be one of the hardest matchups of the week to, as far as making a pick. Uh, I'm going to lean FH, but uh, it's very hard. I expect the game to be very close and it's just a matter of who can be more consistent defensively now that both these teams play very fast and they try to score at a high pace. So it's going to be very hard to, to predict correctly here, but I'm going to lean FH. For this game, this is a tough one for sure. I'm leaning on FS. Uh, they're playing at home uh, and they might uh, create some problems on Marcus Howard. I, I can see a guy like uh, Elijah Bryant creating uh, problems on Marcus Howard. Uh, and after that, uh, they have guys in the post who are really athletic and guys who can stretch the floor. So, yeah, I'm leaning on Shane Larkin's star power too. So that's why I'm picking FS. The last two times this, that these teams faced each other, we had fireworks with a home win for Basconia, 114-111 to 111 in Vitoria at the time. This time around, we can expect a very competitive matchup. The markets have uh, FS as a slight favorite, but uh, in such an open matchup, we are not picking a side and a lean, and we are not looking at any place for this game. And because of that, let's look into the next game that we have on the docket. It's the game between Jalgiris and Barcelona. Jalgiris will be playing in Kaunas in front of their home crowd. But Barcelona comes into this matchup from two losses in a row. And they lost three out of their last four games. And they certainly are needing to bounce back and to impose themselves. This is a, a matchup that tends to be favorable to, to Barcelona. Barcelona has won the four last times these two teams faced each other and the, the way that Barcelona plays and the size that they have usually gives issues to these Jalgiris teams. Who do you guys think will win this one? Well, in the past couple of years, Jalgiris has actually been a pretty successful team at home against Barcelona. Uh, 
but I just don't see it this season. Uh, I just don't think Zalgiris has enough. I think they're going to struggle a lot with Barcelona's size, especially with Willian and Gomez in the paint. And I just don't think they have enough talent all around to beat this Barcelona team. Uh, now, one thing Zalgiris does pretty well in this type of matchup is they try to shoot in a higher volume. So uh, I think they can try to match Barcelona's ability to shoot with that. But I just don't think they have enough all around, like as far as consistency, as far as rebounding, as far as physicality and size. I just don't think they have enough to beat Barcelona. So I'm leaning Barcelona here. This game might be one of the most underrated games of this round. Uh, I know that Salgiri is not in a good momentum and they don't have that much of depth and they don't have bench, but I'm leaning uh, to be a good game for sure and they can create pro problems against this Barca team. And I, I can see Keenan Evans uh, having a, a good night and creating some problems for this Barca team, but I'm picking Barca. They have more options. Uh, they have star power to, to match against this Zalgiris team. Uh, and I can see a guy like Jabari Parker creating big problems against uh, this front court that lacks some athleticism and lacks some, some physicality too. So that's why I'm picking Barcelona. Everyone is in agreement on this one. The markets are in agreement with our experts and they favor Barcelona to win on the road against Jalgiris. We don't have a strong lean and apply that we will be looking at for this game between Jalgiris and Barcelona. We have a light lean, our models have a light lean for Barcelona minus two and a half, but it's a game with too many variables to, to have enough confidence to look into applying, to be making a play for this game. The next game, it's an interesting one, a game that will be played in France between Aswell and Olympiacos. Olympiacos have been struggling and they have lost four out of their last five games, but Aswell currently ranks in last place in the standings with two wins and 13 losses. Who has the advantage for this one? This game can be tricky because Aswell is playing at home and Olympiacos is not a good in a good momentum. But I'm leaning on Olympiacos' side because they have more options. Uh, they have more star power for sure. They have And they have a, a system that they can play and all guys can play in that system. And Asvel don't have that. So I'm picking Olympiacos' consistency, even though they're, they aren't showing that at the moment. But this might be a good game for them to pick it up for the rest of the season. Well, this is a tricky one. I mean, this should be a, an easy pick here for Olympiakos' side. But the way they struggle offensively, I, I just don't know because Asvel tends to be a, a very good offensive team. And if Olympiakos is not able to, to have that elite defensive performance that they can have, uh, Asvel could, could really be the winner here. So I'm going to lean Asvel. I, I think I'm going to go with the offense here on, on this matchup. Uh, and I know it's going to be very hard for them to win, but uh, sometimes you just got to take the hard approach. And uh, I'm going to go with Asvel on this one, even though uh, Olympiacos is the favorite to win, of course. Uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Asvel. Uh, I think they might have a, a good chance to win this game. A tricky one is a good way to put it for this game between Asvel and uh, Olympiacos. And we have our experts split on this one. Although the markets have a clear favorites for this game, Olympiacos 
we will be looking and our lean will be for Asphalt plus 9. We do think that Asphalt has enough firepower offensively to try to at least score enough points to keep the game close. While Olympiacos has been struggling to, to produce offensively. And uh, the play here is that uh, Asphalt will be able to somewhat stay in the game and try to be somewhat competitive and uh, keep the game to under 9 points and that will be our lean and our play for this game between Aswell and Olympiacos. The next game that we have on the docket, it's the game between Alba and Fenerbahce. Alba comes into this uh, uh, second half of this doubleheader from a win. They currently have 3 wins and 12 losses. While Fenerbahce starts to improve and to show some good momentum for them to be able to win in a row in a, in a row it will certainly be important for their aspirations to keep climbing the standings they currently have a record of eight wins and seven losses and they will certainly want to beat this alba team on the road last season Fenerbahce was able to impose themselves against alba in a clear fashion beating them and scoring two times over a hundred points against uh, this alba team we can expect to see a Fenerbahce team for this game, but Alba also coming from a win, they certainly will be motivated and will try to put up a fight. Who has the edge here? This game, if Fenerbahce wants, might be a blowout. I can see them doing that because for other teams to take notice of them, because I don't, I can't see Alba uh, having a chance against Fenerbahce. Fenerbahce has a lot of good wings. They can create problems against uh, Alba's best players. So yeah, I'm picking Fenerbahce to to have a good game and to pick it up for the rest of the season too because they might have a chance and they can be a dark horse contender. On this one, uh, I'm going to lean Fenerbahce. Um, not only because they have the better roster and they are the more talented team. Uh, I think with Sarunas now, I, I think they will try to be a, a consistent enough defensive team to, to prevent games like this uh, against a young, exciting team like Alba to, to go wrong. And, and I think, obviously, Alba will try to, to outscore them. They will try to play fast and, and score at a high level. But I think Fenerbahce is well prepared to, to guard that. And with the great defenders that they have, like on the wings with Nigel Hayes-Davis, uh, I think he's going to be leading the way for them. Uh, I just think Fenerbahce has too much for, for, for them to be able to lose this game against Alba. So uh, I'm going to go with Fenerbahce. I think they should win this game pretty comfortable. Our experts are in line with the market, expecting a win from uh, Fenerbahce. And our models like the over for this game, over 160.5 points for this matchup between Fenerbahce and Alba. This is an Alba team that likes to play fast pace and that tends to try to compete with teams by trying to outscore them. Fenerbahce is a team that has themselves a lot of firepower and uh, I don't expect Alba to be able to slow them down on this matchup taking place in Berlin and that's why we are looking at uh, Alba Fenerbahce over 160.5 points for this game between these two teams. Let's then look at the next game and the game between Bayern and Monaco, another game taking place in Germany. Who has the advantage? In this game, in a knot, 
Knights from Bayern. It might be close and it might be a good one, but I'm leaning on Monaco because they have the better guards. If you can, if you could, if you compare like Bayern guards against Monaco guards, uh, Monaco wins by a lot. And it's like I said uh, about Olympiacos, Monaco has a system and they believe in that and they're winning. So that's why I'm picking Monaco. They have the better team and I can't see them losing this one. Uh, I'm going to side with Monaco on this one. Uh, I think these are both two teams that like to play with small um, from one to three, like three guard lineups. And I just think Monaco has the better options in in that regard. I think Ibaka can do a lot of damages on this game, and he can hurt Monaco a lot. Uh, but I just think overall, Monaco has the better team. They have more experience, and I think they they are more prepared to win this matchup than Bayern is. So I'm going to go with Monaco, even though Bayern has a chance, and I think it's going to be a very good game. Monaco is seen as a world favorite by the markets, and you just heard why by the voices of our EuroLeague experts, we don't have a lean for this game. This is a game that uh, can have a somewhat open outcome and uh, we won't be having any place for this this game. So let's move on into the last game of this second day of round 16, the game between Milano and Panathinaikos. And who do you guys favor for this matchup? I think that Panathinaikos will have a good game too and I'm winning on them because... Milano doesn't have physicality on the, in the post and their their centers is not they they don't want to be physical at all so Matthias Lazort might have a good chance here to to show some some of his abilities I can see Juancho having a good game here too so yeah I'm picking Panathinaikos because they have the more they have more star power for sure they have guys who can score the ball uh, and yeah, that's why I'm picking Panathinaikos. This could be a, a tricky one too, uh, with Milano having that win against Barcelona. It's it's again, it's hard to predict what they're gonna do uh, each and every game. So, uh, but I'm gonna go with Panathinaikos here. I just think they are the better team overall. I, I'm gonna trust the the talent on this one, and, and I think Panathinaikos has been playing better now since they have Kendrick Nunn with them. Uh, Slukas had a great game last week so I'm expecting him to continue that and now with Juancho back I just think they have a lot and I think especially on their front court too with Juancho, Mitoglu, Lasort, Osorowski I think they have more than enough pieces to match with Milano's front court so I'm going to go with Panathinaikos for this one The markets do agree with our experts on this game and they have a slight favoritism to the Panathinaikos side this is a game where we don't have any leans or plays for this matchup. We expect a competitive game, a game that is open and with uh, all the moving pieces, especially on the Milano side, uh, at the moment we won't be looking at any plays for this game. This takes us to the end of this episode of the European Hoops podcast. We want to thank everyone that has been following us and has been tuning in for the podcast episode after episode. We are live for about a year we will turn one year old in february the growth of the podcast had surprised all of our expectations and we are thankful to every single one of you for that we plan to continue to grow to expand and try to keep improving our content and keep improving the quality 
of our coverage of the EuroLeague for every single one of you guys to allow us to continue to bring this podcast for free for you. Please share it with a friend that likes the EuroLeague. That's the way that we can continue to grow and can continue to provide this product free for all of our listeners. We appreciate every single one of you. Please subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Tito Zero League. Also, make sure to check us out at the YouTube channel from Sport Ethos. We wish every single one a happy Christmas and happy holidays. And we will be back on the Tuesday, 26th of December with our recap of this round 16. On the following Wednesday, we will have our preview of round 17 followed by our leans and peaks for it that will be coming out on the Thursday and Friday in each day of the competition. As always, I'll be talking with you guys soon. Happy holidays. See you guys. Hope you liked it and stay tuned for more. Bye guys. See you on next episode. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.